We've got some Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn how to turn that content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, guys, today... How to three, I have here 3.5x your return on investment. Very specific. Say what? Say what? Say what? Very specific and amazing. And it's like, Spice following this like simple formula that most people Mm. ignore. So before we actually get started, please go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button to the Contents Profit Podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media at BizBrosCo. That's right, guys. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am 100% sure you will, please don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review. All right, guys. So today's guest brings the social back to social media. I ran across one of his value-packed posts a while back and he was nice enough to answer my comment yes i said nice because most marketers don't even take the time to answer other people's comments that is right today's guest brings the fire back into building relationships through social media fun fact his dad is from venezuela yeah yeah another fun fact his Facebook page has over 400,000 followers. What? How did he achieve that? Value and his secret sauce that we will be discussing in today's episode. He has helped over 15,000 students generate an estimated $250 million increase in sales. Talk about impact. This January, he had an in-person event for 7,400 people. <laughs> what? That's not all. He recently started a fan page where he went from zero to 250,000 fans in just 47 days. Truly mind-blowing. Let's not forget about that one time he turned $2 million in ads in $7 million in sales. Wow. But most importantly, guys, most importantly... He is happily married with four beautiful children. Please welcome Brazil's most loved marketer, proud husband and father, and someone you should really listen to, Mr. Daniel Dead. Welcome. Whoa, thank you guys. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you, man. Honestly, we're we're so excited to have you here Mm -hmm. with us today because honestly, like this is one of the topics and that you like you're so passionate about. And most people need to know this. Like most people need this in their businesses, in their lives. So thank you again for joining us today. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, Brazil's most loved marketer. I don't know about that. <laughs> we had we had but, to spice uh, it up a little like, bit, you know. <laughs> you gotta throw. You, you know, it, it's all relative. It's everyone's opinion, right? There it's we go. Opinion. That's and, right. And, uh, you know, but I tried to be a lovable marketer in, in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. So, so thank you guys. Of course, man. So, so then for those pretty quick, you know, because. Um, we want to get to the meat of this really, really fast. But for those who don't know you, who is who's Daniel? Uh, you know, where you come from and now why you do what you do today? Well, I have a couple of stories 
and I could give you, you know, the 10 <laughs> years back ago story and then the six years back ago story. I'll try to sum it up really fast. Awesome. Uh, so I, I used to be a big super affiliate, super affiliate. You know, <laughs> it's the guy that goes online and he wakes up in his pajamas and he's just, you know, making making online ads and making web pages <laughs> and, and money is flying out of the computer. Well, guess what? Guess what? It sounds like a fantasy, but that was actually me about 10 years ago. And I realized that uh, after doing that for a few years I, and I was grossing millions of dollars as a super affiliate, I realized that there's more to life than just making the money. Mm. There's more to life than just making the money. So I eventually hooked up with my now business partner uh, to put together some trainings and to, to, to create some strategies down in South America. His name is Pedro Superti. Okay. He's also married with his wife, lives down in Sao Paulo. And uh, you can follow him as well on social media. And we created this plan about six years ago where we were going to use South America as a testing ground for our methodologies. Wow. And then eventually we would take those methodologies worldwide. So we crushed it in Brazil over the past years. And now finally, actually just this year, uh, we are finally starting to launch things into the English market. And we are super excited because people are already loving everything yes. that we're putting out there That's in the market. Awesome. And it's because content is profit, right, guys? We actually we're, we lead just like Luis and Fonzie teach us to. We lead with content, and it works. Oh my goodness, big aha moment. Everything that Luis <laughs> and Luis are teaching you here on this podcast is true. Lead with content, content is profit, and you can win. But you have to write, have the right strategy, right guys? Yeah, yeah, that's 100%. right. And, and I think that's what, we, what we're getting into right here, right? I know, I, I found super interesting that uh, you started as a super affiliate, or you know, that was yeah. part of the journey, right? And we're actually having this conversation maybe like a couple hours ago with a good friend. And, uh, you know, Fonzie's image of making uh, money over the internet was, you know, in, in the PJs, right? Yeah. In the computer, doing this stuff, right? But then you transition to like, how can I add more value to my audience? How can I teach him? How can I help him through this? And and I found really interesting that you went to the Hispanic market. You know, we've had this conversation in the past where uh, maybe they're like, and I don't know, again, we don't operate in the Hispanic market. We, we're looking into it, but are they really one or two years behind us? Like what's happening there pretty quickly? Or like, is, is people like as eager to learn as here in the US? Yeah. So the answer is yes and no. It depends on who you're talking to. Generally speaking, um, the Hispanic market is a little bit behind with what they're learning. But surprisingly, um, and actually not surprisingly, because as you guys know, some of the most creative people in this world yeah. are people that work in the Latino market. So sometimes the type of branding that they're doing and the type of content they're putting it out, sometimes it exceeds what's going on 
in the English market. So it always depends. Yeah. It always depends. Mm. It depends on the country. It depends on who, which market you're talking about. It, it depends on what market you're talking about. There's yeah. ups and downs and all arounds and all of the markets. So a hundred percent. So, um, we noticed that you have a pretty interesting, uh, we'll call it formula strategy on how you, how you go about content and how it helps generate all this value and content for you. So we were discussing this over uh, voice notes. I, we need to dive into this pretty quickly because it's so valuable. So why don't you go ahead and start explaining, you know, what is that thing that you found that is like your secret recipe that you, you know, you're helping people to go over and, uh, and turn that content into profit. Like we often say, <laughs> sure thing. Sure thing. <laughs> Let me start with, a story because as you guys have learned on this podcast <laughs> when you lead with stories it's much more interesting and much more engaging right yeah so let's right. lead with a story um the most deceiving thing a guru has ever said on stage was probably at a marketing event back in 2016 that i attended now I'm not going to name the marketing event and mm. I'm not going to name who the guru was. I've actually spoken to this person and very familiar with everything that he does. He's an amazing guy, but he said something really deceiving. Not going to reveal who it is because I don't <laughs> want to throw him under the bus. But up there on stage, he was showing us his ads. He was showing us how he also was selling his millions and he showed us an ad and he said, you know what, guys, you can kind of forget about all the other strategies out there because I'm gonna show you the one ad that generated the mass bulk amount of my sales and it's a simple one minute ad and it was just this simple direct call to action to tell everybody to go watch my master class. He showed us the videos They're like, look guys, look at how simple this is. One minute long, that's all you have to do. <laughs> now, of course, that's not all you have to do. And that's why it was so deceiving what he said. And if you just focus on those direct response types of ads, you can really quickly wear out your audience. Now, we're not saying that direct response ads, especially on social media, don't work. Of course, mm -hmm. they can work. But this same guru was consistently publishing, just like Luis and Luis teach us to do, he was publishing on a daily basis and he was putting out value. He's putting out content on a daily basis. And then everybody that was engaged with his content was seeing this direct response call to action. So yeah. he was funneling people into this masterclass and that's why he had such a successful launch. So he was putting all of the proof and all of the value and everything that he was doing, he was saying, look guys, it's this one ad, it's so easy, it's one minute long, just get on there and tell everybody to go watch your stuff. He was saying, do this and it should work. But he was failing to realize that the reason why that one minute ad worked was because of everything he was doing for the previous years, publishing consistently and putting out value to his audience. Now, Pedro and I, and with everything that we've done in Brazil, with everything that we've done now across the world and into the English market, we've discovered yeah. that you can easily 3x, 4x, and even 5x your ad spend on social media when you do things the right way. And the right way is not 
to just go out there and do those one minute direct response ads that say, go buy my stuff. Because if you go and look at anybody's ads that have, that, have, that just say, hey, go buy my stuff, go buy, go click here, go watch this, go, you know, check out my video here. If you look at those posts, yeah. there is very little engagement. Mm. Yep. There's very little engagement. People don't like those are the ads that get ignored on social media because to do things right, you need to put the social back into social media. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I love it. I, I, I'm loving everything I'm listening. You know, going back to the story that my brother said when I first started getting into <laughs> the, the digital world, my I guess my I, I think my vision was that. I didn't have to build any relationships and that I could work from the comfort of my home in my underwear, scratching my belly, and I was going to make money, right? I cannot tell you how much <laughs> that has changed in the next <laughs> years. And now, one of the things I value the most, not only, not only one of the things that I think are critical, but the thing that I value the most that, that the business has given me are those relationships. Now, I seek those relationships i love those relationships and you know it, it's funny because like also coming up with the you know those ads sell 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 i hate when that happened right and, and i'm 100 sure everybody else hates when it's just ads that sell 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 so we actually have this like theory i guess analogy you could call it that is the the cookie analogy right Imagine the person you're talking to, you're giving them cookies. Every time you throw value, you're giving them cookies. So they have their hands full of cookies. If they have if they have their hands full of cookies, you can make an offer and you're taking a cookie away, but they, they are still going to have cookies in their hands and they're going to be happy. But if nice. you never give value, if you never give them mm. cookies and you are just taking them away from them, right? They're going to get mad. Imagine a, <laughs> imagine a two-year-old, if you take all the cookies away from them, they're going to go crazy, right? I, I just want to say yeah. this. We try this like real life with real cookies. And yes, I was mad <laughs> when he just kept taking away all the cookies. I mean, it worked. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so I mean, the, I, the reason why I like that analogy is because he paints a picture on people that it's like, you need to deliver value. Yet, mm -hmm. so many people, I think they just want to do the ad thing because we are lazy by nature on we and we want things fast. We want results now. And delivering value takes time, consistency, right? And I don't think everybody... I mean, I think people have it in them. I just think they haven't run across that moment, right? Uh, uh, for example, for me, it was mind, sh mind changing that moment where I was like, I want to do it fast. And then eventually I was like, wow, I need to build these relationships, right? right? What do you think it takes for someone to get to that point? Well, once they see the right way, once they see that there's an easier way, <laughs> there's, yeah. a, there's an easier yeah. way. To to I, and I think I think Luis Fonzi, you okay. saw that yourself. You mm -hmm. saw that there's so much value mm -hmm. being exchanged when you lead with value, yep. and then you started to make more. So once they see that, oh, okay, it is fun to build relationships because you are helping people, and when I do yep. help people, I get what I want because I help people what they get what they want. Once they finally have that aha mo aha moment for themselves. Then they realize that, oh, it's not about just creating direct response ads all day. And what people are going to see, because I'm going to share three secrets today 
what people are going to see is that you can do the direct response ads, but you just have to do yeah. it at the right moment. Yeah. Because love we want to lead with relationship. We want to yeah. lead with relationship. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm like, let's go on to the secrets. Yeah, like, let's go <laughs> secret number one, please. I'm like, spit uh, it out. Let, let's do it. So, so, the, so these are three secrets that have helped uh, mm -hmm. my business partner and I over the past few years, like, like Luis and Luis said, we have sold around $7 million over the past few years with everything that we've launched, spending about $2 million. Now, of course, results aren't typical. Yep. And we do have a team behind us, mm -hmm. okay? So that's one of the reasons why we're able to put so many ads out there on social media, because we have a big traffic team that has helped us, yep. okay? It is possible to do everything by yourself, to spend $2 million on ads and get $7 million back. I've seen people do it. But it's a lot easier <laughs> if yep. you have a team behind you that's yeah. in tune with these strategies. It's because of the strategy side behind these three secrets that has helped us succeed with everything that we've done. Now, secret number one is that you need to follow the 80-20 rule of marketing. Mm. Oh my goodness, Daniel, Dan, what's the 80-20 <laughs> rule of marketing and what, why haven't I been following it? Very simple, very simple con concept, but people are afraid to do it. Now, I challenge you listening today to do this, do this thing, and it will change your results. It'll change the way things happen for you on social media. Instead of just getting sales, you'll start to get engagement. You'll start to get fans and you'll still get the sales. Why not take it all on social media? Why not get the engagement, the fans and the sales if you could? Now, here's the secret. 80% of what we publish is content. We're talking about stories that provide value, that give people aha moments, that give people big paradigm shifts. We're talking about tips, tricks, strategies. We're talking about exactly mm. what we've been talking about, what we've been doing here on this podcast so far. Have we sold anything on this podcast episode? No, nope. we haven't. We've only provided value up until this point. So 80% of everything that we publish and promote, here's the thing. We live by the rule that if it's not worth promoting, it's not worth publishing. Write that oh. down. If it's not worth promoting, it's not worth publishing. That means if you hit the publish button and you don't feel like it was worth promoting to your audience, paying Facebook, paying Instagram, mm. paying YouTube a little bit of money so it gets in front of more eyeballs. If it wasn't worth promoting that piece of content, you shouldn't have published it. Mm. So, Such a key not, point. So, uh, sorry, I just want to put like a, a, a massive parenthesis yeah. here because a lot of people, when they hear content and value, they think free. Like, I'm just going to put it out there for my audience and then I hope something happens. But then you are... This is a, such an important point. On the promoting side, I think people miss the step every single time or a lot of the time. Well, I, I think too is the... It talks about the quality of the message, right? It's like... If the quality is not there, uh, you're probably not doing a good job at delivering the value for these people that you actually want to help. Exactly, exactly. If it's not a good post, why did you post it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the whole point. It's like, oh, did you post just the post? Now, of course, we need to publish consistency consistently. We need to yeah. get our stuff out there to our audience. We need to test things. Sometimes 
it's a bad post, but you didn't know until afterwards. Exactly. Sometimes you thought it was mm -hmm. great and you just needed to get it in front of a few eyeballs to yeah. find out if it's actually great or if you should shelve it yep. and, you know, maybe rewrite it or, or, or shoot a new video around it a different day with a different hook, a different angle. Yeah. So 80% of everything that we publish is content and we promote a lot of that. And we actually still sell with that content at times. Okay. So I'll, I follow a script where I usually, um, I'll have a post where I share a story. I share a few tips. I share an aha moment. And then I have a call to action to go, you know, buy something. Yep. So it, we still sell, but we leave, we our hooks and our stories to bring people into our world, to grow our audience. Yeah led with the content and then the calls to action happened secondary. So, so it's kind of like you have an even an 80-20 rule within the, the, po the, the post. <laughs> within that 80%. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. Uh, we're, we're not ashamed once we've given that content, once, mm -hmm. once we've given, the, given that value to go ahead and have a call to action. And honestly, If you don't have a call to action, if you got somebody excited, if you gave somebody a big aha moment and you don't have a call to action to take the next steps, you're actually yeah. doing them a disservice. So mm, still sell, yep. still have those calls to action to give them what's going to help them, you know, on their journey. Exactly. And it can, it can be to buy something. Don't yeah. be ashamed about that. But we follow that with 80% of what we do and we promote a lot of that. We don't promote every single post. But we promote a lot of our posts, yep. even when they're not selling anything. And that helps grow our audience. We get more engagement. We get more fans. And then with 20% of our 20% of our ads, we use retargeting. Mm. We take everybody that engaged, everybody that's loving our stuff, everybody that's watching our videos, and then we do what? We do direct response marketing, just like we've learned for so many years. <laughs> oh, direct direct response, funnel them in, do this, do that, sell, sell, sell. That's what we do with 20%. And that's yeah. what we that's the rule that we follow on social media. So that's the first thing. Yeah. So, follow so, the 80-20 rule of marketing. I, I love it. I love it. You know, and for those listening, uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but like the 80-20 is the, the Pareto rule, right? That is 20% of what you do pretty much produces like 80% of the results, something uh, uh, like that. Uh, I might be butchering a little bit, <laughs> but what you're saying is, yes, you're using this content and it's building your audience, but at the end of the day, revenue-wise in your business, the 20% that you do on retargeting is what was bringing in the money. Obviously, and I want to make this clear for people, that 20% would not work if you are not putting the quality content yes. that Daniel is explaining right now. So thank you so much. Love secret number one. <laughs> Love it. No, that's perfect. The, our 20% of ads with the direct response, we crush it. And we were like, yep. whoa, we're amazing, right? But <laughs> it's, it's not that the, that the direct response ad was that great. Yep. It's that everything that came before it, everything in the pre-frame that we did because we use content to pre-frame people, yeah. right? Yep. We, we persuade, we sell beliefs. A lot of what you're doing with the free content is you're selling beliefs. For example, for example. If you buy into the belief, if you believe Luis and Luis when they say content is profit, that's the big belief that they sell. Content is profit. Once you start to believe that, what's the next natural step that you're going to take? You're going to say, well, if content is profit and I need to 
publish more of the content that will increase my profits, then I need to learn how to better do that. And then I'm going to buy whatever Luis and Louise have to sell me. You see how that works? So we yeah. lead with beliefs. We lead with content. We lead with stories. We lead with hooks. And it doesn't even, it doesn't feel like we're selling because we're providing so much value to the world. And then we have the direct response calls to action. And then, oh my gosh, look at this. I, you know, I have, I have this, this, uh, <laughs> this ad that's got a 20 extra turn on ad spend. How did I get a 20 extra turn on ad spend? Well, it's yeah. because that one ad had all everything that came before it. And that's why exactly. that one ad had a 20, 20x return on ad spend. When you average everything out, everything that you promoted, all the beliefs that you're selling, all the content you, that you're providing value with, then you're getting that 3x, 4x, 5x yeah, return on ad spend when you do things right with the social media. Yeah. So secret number two. Let's make it secret happen. Let's this leads us into secret number two. Who's heard of the ADA model? Attention, me, interest, me, oh, me. desire. We're raising our hands. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you know, Luis and Luis, and everybody listening, you listening, did you know that this ADA model that we talk about so much was de developed, developed in 1898? Wow. That's right. You heard me right. <laughs> not 1998. No, no, no. Not 1998. Mm -hmm. In 1898. The ADA model was born. Wow. And it was developed by a guy named St. Elmo Lewis. St. Elmo Lewis in, 19, in 18. Oh, I almost messed up there myself. <laughs> 1898, more than 120 years ago. And in an attempt to explain how personal selling works, he created this model. ADA, attention, interest, desire, action. And forever marketers have been talking about the power of the ADA model <laughs> and believe me it's a powerful model but yeah. it worked great until it didn't <laughs> it worked great until it stopped working as well yeah. and it stopped working when people started having a voice on social media when there was feedback between the advertiser and the consumer, that's when the ADA model stopped working so much. Now, now think about this. On television, you had for, for decades and decades and decades, you had a one-way street. Advertisers mm -hmm. talking to consumers, but the consumer never responded back to the advertiser to tell them which ads they hated. Yep. Mm -hmm. Until social media came along. And then it was really easy for people to say, you know what? I don't like that ad. That's a really bad ad. Yeah. Or I don't like how this ad objectified women. Or I don't like how this ad discriminated against whoever. Yep. And th that's why for decades we had all of these advertisements that were full of social uh, faux pas, right? Mm -hmm. Because... There was it was a one way street. Advertisers didn't know that they were offending half of the population half of the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just didn't know because there was it was a one way street. Now when no social feedback. media came along, it became really easy to see which ads were offending people and yeah. advertisers started to tweak things. Wow. I, yeah. I love that story. Yeah, that I I, I had no idea no a idea. The model was from the 1800s that is <laughs> mind-blowing 
The, the, right? This is why it's so important to to know the history and oh, yeah. where things come from because if we adapt something that is from that time to what happens now with with the tools that we have now, then we can come up with these frameworks like Daniel is doing and is teaching us today to just 5x, 10x anything that we might be doing following some somewhat of that model, right? So what... So this whole happens, right, is ADA redesigned. Like, what is the thing that makes it so much powerful now? Yeah, so what we've done is we've started teaching our students that the ADA model is dead, but with a with a slight tweak, you can fix it. You can make it better <laughs> again, so don't worry. Yes. You can still follow <laughs> the ADA model, but you need, to, you need to correct it. You need to go from ADA to... And change it to ERDA. That's right. I said air, A-I-R, ERDA. You need to go from ADA to ERDA. So the correct model nowadays, especially for social media, is ERDA. Now, Daniel, what's ERDA? Well, it's attention, interest, <laughs> relationship, mm. desire, action. So you have to insert relationship into the ADA model for your social media marketing to work correctly. And it's really easy to do because... You're already trying to catch people's attention and interest. And instead of a, immediately trying to sell to people, you just yeah. need to start to form a relationship with people. Yeah. So the goal is relationship first. And the easiest way to form that relationship with people is through your stories, through your content, through providing that value, through providing those aha moments. That 80%, and, right? And yes, the 80%, the 80-20 rule. And like Luis and Luis said at the beginning of this podcast, they were uh, impressed that I responded to a comment. Now, 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 <laughs> don't get don't don't get me wrong. I'm not this super great, amazing, you know, genius for responding to a com comment. <laughs> it is what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Yep. As human beings, we need to be polite and nice to people that comment in our stuff. Yeah. You know. You know what? Like, I, I find interesting now. Um, you know, look, looking into this conversation, that I feel a lot of people preach on publishing, right? On consistent publishing, but I, very rarely mm -hmm. I actually hear the second part of it, which is, "Hey, but take care of your content too, and the people that come into your content." and provide this value and build those relationships. It's more just throw it out there Last. and then see 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 what happens. I don't know if they are saying it like that on purpose. I don't know if they're skipping one part, you know. We don't know why. But that that's what, what I'm, I'm noticing is people preach on the, yes, on the consistency, which is awesome. We know we need it. Uh, and putting content on their value. But they don't talk about that relationship aspect, right? The, the ERDA now. So I, I think you should have a campaign, a little, a, a little campaign that says "Make ADA great again," right? And then just scratch it up with ERDA. <laughs> yeah, what, what we've tried to get people to start doing is is uh, agree with us when we say more social, less media. We're gonna see if that takes off. I love oh, it. I love it. Yeah, so that, that's our that's our current that's our current. You know, hey, more social, less media, and then we're we're gonna see if that catches or not. But yeah, it's if good. that doesn't, maybe we'll test make air degraded, make the ADA model great again. We'll, see. <laughs> well, the more social, less media, I got the Bizros thumbs up. Yeah, Just yeah, 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 yeah. No, we, I got a yeah, thumbs up it. for sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> awesome, awesome guys. But yeah, I think this I think this is what happens. Now, um, people people put people try to position themselves uh, incorrectly as better than other people. Mm. Okay. They they say, well, if I go in and I respond to all these we'll say um, less intelligent people, which that's not the case. It, they, I, I don't know what they're exactly what they're thinking, but psychologically, they think that they need to position themselves above their audience. Mm. Okay, this is a huge mistake. I'm working on a project with Rick Barker, who is the guy that launched Taylor Swift's career. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift, back in the MySpace days, would jump on and respond to everybody, and she started beating out other musicians in the industry simply because she was engaging with her audience mm. instead of taylor saying i'm better than everybody and i'm i've got my audience below me she put herself on the same mm. level and playing field with her audience and she started to share stories she would talk to people she would engage with people in the comments and she exploded on social media because people loved her for it so yeah. do not position yourself as uh, superior yep. to your yeah. audience. Love Don't that. do it. Love That's that. a trap. Yeah. It's a trap. It is, when it was uh, that guy, the one that took the picture of us. And yes. the, so super, super random super story. Random. We're actually at Fun Hacking Live too, and he was, I think, like three rows in front of us. And when Tony Robbins having this like, uh, you know, positive stacking exercise, Uh, it, that, that was very powerful for both of us. And uh, Rick turned around because he was also with uh, Steve on Offer Lab. And I think like we saw each other there, but he turned around and he actually snapped a picture of us while we were having like our eyes closed. And then he came, he came to us and he's like, guys, I don't know you, but like this, I turned around and I saw you guys and here's the picture. Here's my phone number. You guys, you know, it, it has been yeah. a pleasure. And then we established this conversation. So it's funny that you bring it because, you know, that says a lot from him mm -hmm. and the way that, you know, he manages his team and stuff like that. And it's all about building a relationship. I yeah. mean, he had nothing to do with us and he just saw this moment and gave so much value. And then he ties down. Yeah. Now that he's working with you, it, it makes a ton yeah. of sense too, because, you know, positives attract and big things attract and good things happen so it's amazing yeah. you know and that's providing value on a different platform which to is the real world i mean talk about <laughs> the r in erda that literally at that point he created that relationship he built that rapport right with us like that's the only time we've seen him and yeah. we are definitely not forgetting about him never yeah oh that's awesome guys <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome yeah um you remember the the rodeo guy in cowboy hats tyson uh, tyson derby tyson derby yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i I, when when he was talking to Tony, I was like, dude, if I was talking to Tony, I would I would die for pictures of me <laughs> talking to Tony. So I took like 50 pictures and I sent Tyson the best 10. Oh, wow. amazing. And he and he was just like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. Thank you so much. <laughs> Now you know, I was just trying to be a cool guy, and sometimes that's all you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes just Just be a cool guy, be a cool cat, be a nice person, and don't try to be superior to your audience. Mm. Put yourself on the same, you know, playing field as everybody else. Rem remember that vulnerability connects. Yeah. yeah. So vulnerability connects, build those relationships, and you could go 
a lot further farther farther now is is there daniel is there an exception to this rule to this new erda model the answer is actually yes and i just want to put a quick disclaimer out there yeah if you're running google ads don't get this strategy confused Direct response with Google ads actually still works extremely well because people are typing in exactly what they're looking for. But specifically, people have been trying to take the ADA model and apply it to social media, and that's where they mess up. So keep in mm. mind, uh, social media marketing and, sorry, social media marketing and search engine marketing are two completely mm. different things. Mm. And they require two completely different strategies. The ADA model still works for um, search engine marketing, but for social media marketing, ADA is the correct model. Okay, love, awesome. it. love it. Yeah, yeah, love it. So I so mean, that's the that's the second secret. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what? Like, am I this, more? Is there more? If, like, I, if this two have been this <laughs> awesome, like, I can't wait for this the whoop. third one. And for I hope secret three for secret three, you have to visit uh, content is profit dot com and 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 subscribe and uh, buy our new course. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, talk I, about Erda right there, right? I, no, but you know what? That that if that was the thing to do, I think the audience will be okay with that because what am I? This is amazing. Like it's is is such a fresh type of information. It's is new. It's is is awesome. It works. You proved it, right? Um, so anyways, but we're still, you know, we're going to be super nice and we're going to say it here on the podcast anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are we? Secret number three, three is still free. Woo! Is <laughs> yes. Let's go. <laughs> yes. 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 So secret number three is to, to publish while being so good. People can't ignore you now. So good. They can't ignore you. That's an interesting phrase. And there's actually an amazing book with the same title. By mm. Cal Newport. Yeah, it's, it's called "So Good They Can't Ignore You." Have you Have you guys read it? It I it, have not. It's, it's on the list. We have not read it. Is Is there? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, so the whole book comes to us and gives us these huge insights and 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 helps us because of a quote, a famous quote that the comedian Steve Martin says. Now, Steve Martin. He's actually really old right now. You know, funny guy, Steve Martin. Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? He did his first comedy show in 1967. Wow. In 1967. What? So, so he's getting kind of old. Now, <laughs> <laughs> for the past decades, people yeah. have been asking him, Steve, what is the secret to success? How do you make it in show business? How do you make it as yeah. a professional? How do you make it in whatever ways? And he said that the answer is simple, but nobody likes the answer. Nobody likes the answer. Mm. But the answer is be so good they can't ignore you. Be so good they can't ignore you. So that's the secret. And that's secret number three. For you to also be so good that people can't ignore you. Publish consistently, but remember, quality over quantity. I know that everybody says you need to publish every single day, and they're right. But if you need to take a day off so that the post two days from now is twice as good as garbage mm. that you would have put out today just because you needed to post, yeah. then take the day off and put quality over quantity. And I have a secret confession. <laughs> Guess what? In 2009, 
back in the beginning, not the exact beginning, but back towards the beginning of YouTube's days, I started to get really excited about the prospects of YouTube. And back in 2009, I spammed YouTube by <laughs> uploading hundreds, <laughs> hundreds, no, no, not dozens, hundreds, hundreds. <laughs> of low quality videos using multiple accounts. And in each of those videos, I would literally turn on the camera and just off of the top of my head, share random tips, random tips. I would literally turn on and start talking <laughs> and said, okay, I'm in, okay, that's good enough. Yeah, we don't need to add it. And, and I would go and we, I would post it. And so I would talk about it for one, two, three minutes on each of these videos and then go hit the upload button. Well, guess what? YouTube didn't like me spamming YouTube. <laughs> and the technique got my, got my not all of them, but some of my accounts banned. Wow. And then later, I was so embarrassed by, the, uh, by me posting so many videos that were so unprofessional on YouTube that I went in and I deleted a, um, <laughs> the accounts that I could. I, I, but I had so many accounts that... I couldn't delete all of the accounts because I accidentally lost the passwords to some of the accounts. <laughs> so there might be some some of those videos still floating around the interwebs. <laughs> there is, but I was I did them under a different name. So, right, you, so unless I tell you what name to look for and what niche to look for them in, you can't find them. But there. they still exist. Yeah. And thankfully, only I for the most part, know where they are. We'll, we'll have a special bonus for whoever can find one of those videos, guys. Send them to us, yeah. That's so that's tip, that's tip number three. Be so good that yeah. they can't ignore you. Quality over quantity. Put out your best stuff. Wow people. And when you wow people, when you really try to put value out into the world, then you go further faster. So I, I those, those are the three secrets that we have for you today. Secret one is to follow the 80-20 rule of marketing. Secret two is that the ADA model is dead for mm -hmm. social media. Instead, the correct model is ERDA. Yeah. And the third secret is to publish while being so good that people can't ignore you. Can I do a mic drop? Oh, mic do drop it, please. Do it. Go. Yeah. Oh, yes. Let's go. There we go. There we for, go. for those listening guys he actually has a mic and he actually dropped it so please go ahead and go watch the video because this was amazing this is actually the first mic drop we actually have on the show so the, the real mic drop yeah the real yes. mic drop so thank you Dana. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah you you made it into content is profit history yes. books <laughs> Dude, uh, so yes. I, i'm gonna take as an action point go back and listen and actually apply the three secrets because what Daniel mm -hmm. explained here today was extremely valuable and is a massive shortcut to your success in your social media marketing in how you can make the most out of your money and how can you turn that content that you created into profit. So yep. Daniel, I want to thank you. Uh, that was incredible. We have yep. uh, actually a couple, couple questions. They're very, very quick. Now, we obviously here for the purpose of all those businesses, all those people that are playing in the content game and social media and all this stuff, right? Uh, and we obviously wanna provide them with amazing tools like you just did to uh, be successful. Where will you be if you did not publish? Where would I be? Well, um, I, would probably I would probably still be sitting in my pajamas uh, having a, 
Yeah, does, does publish count as putting out ads? Because because <laughs> I did I did the direct response game as a as an affiliate marketer, and I did it really well. Um, yeah. I, I I cracked that code, and uh, so I was make I able to make it work. I was able to make money, but my impact. So I I had good money, uh, low impact. Mm. And that that's why after a few years I got tired of it because I felt like I had more to contribute to the world. And I hope that you listening uh, also feel that way, that it's not just about the money, that uh, impact does matter. In fact, when you have impact in other people's lives, it helps you personally feel more fulfilled, more happy as a person. So um, there's a study that, that, that was put out there that once we hit about the $75,000 per mm -hmm. year mark uh, with income, then our level of, of happiness doesn't increase that much with each extra, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars we make. That's that's kind of the ceiling. You're, you're about yeah. as happy as you're going to be once you start making $75,000 per year, unless you figure out other ways to provide happiness for yourself, building relationships. Yeah. Having a family, helping people—you <laughs> know <laughs> the awesome. basics that you learn that you're supposed to do exactly. ever since you were a, a little kid. You know, yeah. they're, they're actually true. That is, you know, what you're supposed to do, and it yeah. does help you be a happier person. Wow. So I don't know. If, I, I, I don't even know it. if I answered the question. No, no, you, you did. You, you did. did. I mean, you know, for <laughs> those <the> listening, <laughs> if you, you know, like. If you haven't cracked the code of direct <laughs> response sitting in your pajamas, right? Like, I mean, look, look for impact. That's, that's, the, I think that's the importance here that, that publishing and creating those relationships. And I don't think, of course, like we have not impacted as many lives as you have, right? But I can tell you guys in the short spam that we have embraced building relationships yeah. through our content. It has been the, mo the most meaningful moment of our, of our business. Because the first couple of years where we just wanted to be in our pajamas and everything, <laughs> it was a little miserable, not going to lie. Uh, yeah. and, I, and, I, and, I did, and I did not crack, up, crack, up, crack the, the code of direct response marketing ads. So I was double miserable because I had no money and I had no relationships <laughs> at that point, right? So, guys, That's start it. building those relationships from, from now. That's right. So, Daniel, where can people find you? How can people connect with you if they want to learn more? Uh, a deep, these secrets or, like, what's the next step after I apply these three secrets? How can uh, we reach out to you? So, right now, at the moment, uh, you can follow me on Facebook. I'm big on Facebook at the moment for the English market. Yeah. So it's it's at Daniel Den Official. And that's Daniel, you know, Daniel in the Lions Den, right? And then yeah. Den, just like the Den with the Lions Den, <laughs> D-E-N, Daniel Den Official on Facebook. You can follow me there. I've got a, a book coming out in the next couple months. Nice. Um, and uh, launching lots of lots of cool stuff in the English market in the next next few months. Awesome. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, awesome. If you, if you want to check out what we've done in Brazil and Portuguese, the best way to follow us down there is Pedro Superti. His name is Superti uh, Super and then Ti Ti Super Ti Pedro Superti. 
Um, And you can check his social media pages down there with everything that we've done, with everything that we've built, with the X Factor Effect. That's our our main methodology that we teach, the X Factor Effect, in order to help you differentiate your business, your brand, and uh, explode your sales and become a market leader and Category King, which is interesting because when Luis hit me up, initially he said (laughs) – Hey, Daniel, I love everything that you talk about becoming a market leader in Category King. How about you co- jump on the podcast and talk about that? And then yep, I was yep. like, okay, sure, yeah. And then I listened <laughs> to you guys' podcast, and instead of talking about that, you know, how to become a market leader, Category King, which we can ha- have that discussion another day, we talked about something that's extremely relevant yeah. to the audience of listeners here on Content is Profit because – that's that's another part of adding value to your audience and other people's audiences. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to just tout your own message all day every day just for the sake of doing it when there's other more specific ways that you could be helping people and different audiences. So yeah. it was my pleasure to jump on and talk about this. I actually don't normally talk about social media marketing. <laughs> it's just one of the things that I sometimes talk about and it was a pleasure. But Amazing. we definitely know what we've been able, what what we've been able to do with our social media marketing strategies. Thank you so yeah, much for for you. sharing those secrets and for those listening, guys. Please go ahead, go check him out, connect with Daniel because uh, what they're doing is amazing. I can't wait to see first the book that's coming out. Oh yeah, uh, we're gonna be on the the waiting list for sure as soon as it comes out. So let us know and uh, yeah, and I think that's it. So Daniel Donnelly, we have like two more minutes off show with you. We just want to say Woo. a big big thank you. And uh, with that being said, guys, thank you so much. Uh, for tuning into the Content is Profit podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, hit smash that subscribe button, and follow us on social media at BeastBrosCo. That's right, guys. And if you found this episode impactful, which I am sure you did because it was amazing, Fire. don't forget to share it and leave a five-star review.